Hi, this is Corey Kohlmeyer with Advantage Marketing, and today we are starting our first podcast. Yay! I have lots of friends here with me, and we're calling it, what did we decide on? Confessions of a Marketer? Yeah. I I love that. Yeah, I do too. And I think think it's very fitting because we're going to be talking about all different kinds of things for marketing. So it's not just going to be media buying or digital. I mean, we do do a lot of stuff here at the agency. So I have several people with me from the agency today. I've got Tessa, Amanda, and Casey. And I thought we would start off with talking about digital marketing. And I wanted to talk about that because it's such a big buzzword and we do a lot of it here. And so we kind of have... Uh, we kind of have um, some different levels of digital marketing within our staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing digital marketing back in like 2010 with Yahoo Behavioral, which that was like the only thing that was around, which I don't, I think people still go to Yahoo. I don't know. Is that uh, still a thing? I don't know if that's still a thing. I'm not, yeah, I, I don't think that's a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think it Yahoo's was a, a thing, thing back then. Yeah. That's all that we had. <laughs> Thanks, Tessa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like AOL. It's <laughs> right. third. It's no bueno. So, so anyway, that's how long ago I started doing it. But then uh, Casey is actually our creative director here at the agency. And I met him, what did I meet you, like five or six years ago, maybe? More than that. Yeah, yeah, it was like 2012. Been, was it? Gosh, we're getting old. Mm-hmm. Um, but Casey had helped start a digital agency, or an agency, I guess, um, out of one of the television stations. And so... Um, through him, I really started learning more about all the different digital tactics that were available. And then we were really fortunate when he was able to come to work here uh, because he helped us set up our digital arm of the agency. So he's been like a really, really big part of our digital, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So, I did you know, a little bit. Also. I've done a little. I've done a little bit. I, mean, I don't want to toot my own horn. I know, right? He's, yeah. he's not I've tooting his own horn, but he needs to. For yeah. Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now our creative director, and he's passed the torch for digital manager to Amanda Simons, who uh, had a background in media buying with another agency for, what, like 20, 20 years? years. Yeah, so we're all showing our age here. I know. <laughs> and then Tessa was with another agency uh, previous to this, and she did media buying, and she also uh, works as our traffic manager here at the agency. But she's with us today talking about digital because uh, we're starting to pull her into the digital arm as well because it's just growing and it's becoming really big. And, um, you know, I kind of feel like, we have so much knowledge in this room and we have vendors that we work with that, you know, we can all train up and learn about it. And we do that a lot with our clients. So, so today I thought I'd just kind of get everyone's opinion about where they see us in the digital and how they view it. You know, Amanda came here from an agency. Did you guys do much digital over there? I don't remember. Very little. Uh, Most of our clients were scared of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. They didn't think they needed it. Mm-hmm. We were very heavy TV-based client list. Um, we did some radio, not even a lot of billboards, and we didn't do creative. So it was primarily media buying, television, radio, traditional things. So when digital came up, that was we pretty much worked with the stations at that point if they had a digital arm or a corporate mm-hmm. that would come in. But... A lot of our clients either a just weren't very knowledgeable or felt that that was somewhere they needed to, that space they needed to play in at that point. So they wanted their dollars to go towards TV 
Well, and I think that's interesting because I got my start in a television station too. And um, I was in sales and we worked on digital. And back then we just sold banner ads. Like it was right. like, hey, do you want a banner ad yeah. on the station website? And $50 or $100, just anything to get it. But it really wasn't anything, but maybe a little bit of awareness. It was we, always a package deal too. You would you would put it in with say we television. We tried to get that as a freebie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Right. It's like, yeah. we'll do this with this TV buy, but you don't get away with that, that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember talking about that at the station. I remember then. saying like, hey, we'll throw this in and, you know, get you this deal. And, and you know, we. I remember talking at our station, I worked for a smaller station, but I remember talking about how at some point people were gonna see the value and people were gonna understand that, you know, you shouldn't just buy it as a, or you can't buy it as, oh, well, you know, I'm just gonna spend $50 a flat rate. It right. needs to be a cost per thousand, which I don't think a lot of people realize when you're buying it, you're paying per thousand people. So what does that cost look like? Is it at $10 per thousand? Is it $50 per thousand? And the rates can go up depending on what kind of tactic, um, you're you're implementing or buying but yeah i mean casey you came from a station side with with the digital piece i mean how has it changed in your mind so when i started there um we were still in the space of you know you had a television rep that would package in digital because it was something that they had as a, as a budget item that they had to hit goals for every month so um the way that that typically you did that would be that you would uh, reduce the television rate and you would put the digital in at 100%, but the, the actual client would see it as free for the digital. So, And that's pretty much how everybody did it to make sure that um, that way corporate could see budget lines being and goals being hit and the new products doing well. And so the, the team that I was on was entirely digital. We didn't sell TV. Um, by the time, uh, right before I left, I think for about a year I'd been selling TV, but it was still something that I only did when necessary. Um, so we, we started doing it a different way. We started going out there and just selling digital on its own um, when a lot of people still weren't buying into that as a viable method of doing any kind of advertising. So, um, so I'm sure that was probably a tough sell. Then. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> tough sell. Luckily, mobile hit though. And once mobile hit, people got it because for, for whatever reason, um, you know, you saw a lot of people that just weren't using computers maybe as much as they would a mobile device. And once once that device hit, it really, really changed the game, I think, for everybody. Um, it became much easier during that time period. And I think, you know, there were other things like the decline of newspapers um, locally here, just, you know, with the Wichita Eagle going to a subscription really killed them as sort of the number one news source for people. Um, I know we saw from clients, you know, their page views really, really dip. And so um, the rise of Facebook, uh, right. and those, you know, areas to go look at Twitter, lots of places to get Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So I think there was a lot of stuff that, that happened all at the same time that yeah. just was sort of like a perfect storm for, um, for traditional media and you know streaming, I mean that's the same time when when cable cutting started for people. And myself as an early adopter in like 2009, which you know hardly anybody even knew what cable cutting was at that point. So mm -hmm. um, and now it's just, I mean, it's growing so fast. I mean, it's exponential, and it's not just anybody that's 
it's not just younger people or, you know, 25 to 45. I mean, my parents are 70 and they cut their cable and they love it. They went to Roku and it's made a huge difference. And so, so I think when you talk about, when we're we're talking about digital here um, at the agency, we're talking about all those different kinds of things. We're talking about mobile, we're talking about display, uh, we're talking about OTT and CTV. Uh, and there's just a lot of different tactics that can go into it. Um, Amanda went to a conference with our digital vendor, who's actually um, a national vendor that's bringing programmatic to the local level. So they're making it available where, you know, this, this technology was only available for national accounts, you know, advertising to the masses. Now they're bringing it to a local level to where um, it can specifically target different neighborhoods and people and, and not, and, I mean, it's just, it's a different way to buy. So we sent Amanda and Amy, um, who's the vice president here at, at Advantage, to that conference. And so Amanda coming from this media buying world where you really didn't do much digital and she's managing this piece for us now. She's very knowledgeable and very smart lady um, and very capable. How did how was that going to that conference? I mean, what did that feel like to you? Uh, it was time well spent. It was very eye opening. Um... Like I said, I kind of had a little bit of training before I left, um, kind of basic, but it was it was nice to see what um, kind of reiterate what we had been doing, um, that they're, you know, that is the way, the proper way and, and the way of now, and, and then also to see what's coming down the road and how um, our vendor is, you know, ever trying to um, increase, um, opportunities and data, um, the way that they handle the data. And um, it was very educational. Uh, it was a lot of information at mm -hmm. one time, um, you know, somewhat overwhelming, but reiterated. And, and they even admitted, you know, they are not there to, um, and we've kind of, I think we all kind of have this philosophy and that, you know, we wouldn't ever go out and just say, all you need to do is digital, mm -hmm. you know, that it's a, it's a multi, it's a multi-layered tactic with other, uh, TV, radio, billboard, social, mm -hmm. um, promotional items, whatever your marketing needs to, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. And they were very, you know, honest and forthcoming with that information too. They're not trying to take everybody's marketing mm -hmm. dollars and say, you know, we are the, the end all and we know everything. Mm -hmm. So it was, that was assuring that they are definitely growing, um, you know, but it was also, you know, from the data and the research that they've done, how much digital has grown mm -hmm. and how you really can't not participate yeah. in that space at this point and mm -hmm. at some level. Yeah, so. I mean, I think that really that philosophy lines up with our philosophy because we're, we're really big on doing the multi-platform buys. Uh, Tessa does a lot of those with um, you know, a lot of our clients. So it's like, how do we... Uh, how do we build a strategy where we have TV and we have digital and we have billboard and getting right. those to all work together? Right. So, I mean, it's just kind of a different way to do things, but I feel like it's been the better way for our clients, for sure. Um, they've had a lot more success. Right. And when you start a campaign, it's, you know, it's all cohesive mm -hmm. to say, you know, okay, we're starting this new campaign and mm -hmm. we've got this 
I don't know, a new character or whatever that's going to go in a commercial and we're going to make this happen on billboard. We're going to make it happen mm -hmm. on TV. If we're doing radio, if we're doing, you know, digital and it all lands at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's going to the masses. Well, and I think that's what's nice too. I mean, because we do have a creative team here um, and, you know, Casey is, uh, is the creative director now because we do so much with, um, with all of those different mediums, mm -hmm. putting them all together. So right. having a cohesive look. Yeah. Yeah, we still do a lot of print. Right. Um, it's not completely dead. No, no, it's <laughs> not, not. Not yet. Not yeah, 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 yeah. I think, well, I mean, I think that's <laughs> important to talk about. There's, there's always going to be some form of print. I mean, you can't really have leave behinds mm -hmm. in a digital form. I mean, sure, you can do, you know, emails and you can do, you know, uh, all kinds of things like that. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have some of those things. You're still going to have, um, you know, things that, you know, at an event that you give out that are physical, that people keep, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's just always going to be something like that. Billboards, I think are going to stick around whether they're, you know, I think there's still going to be physical billboards for a really long time. So, well, and there's a lot of places that you can't have billboards, but you can tie in a billboard to your website and turn and uh, and also attach it to those online ads some way somehow. So there's a lot of fun things that you can do on the digital side that can help the traditional media or vice versa, mm -hmm. which I think is kind of interesting. Um, you know, Tessa was with Susan at, at Media Partners before our acquisition and. You did. You guys did a little bit of digital, right? Just a tiny bit, and I can't believe how it has grown just in the last three years. Mm -hmm. You know, it's only been three years since I've been away from Susan mm -hmm. that it has grown exponentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's just a big. And and Tessa's starting to uh, starting to dive into that a little bit more, and you you're doing the training and going into it. How has that been so far for you? A little intimidating. I just, I, it is because I, I wrote I a blog I, um, and you can see it on our website. It's called Digital Who and it kind of explains, you know, the jargon, you know, the wordage, just trying uh -huh. to grapple, you know, just trying to understand exactly what's going on with it. But uh, back to Amanda's point, I feel that it is um, very important to have that aspect mm -hmm. in your campaign as well as mm -hmm. other things. Mm -hmm. You can't just have one and go, oh, it's gonna work for me. Mm -hmm. That's not how this is gonna work for yeah. you at all. Yeah. So I think it's very important to have And certain clients certainly digital. may not use everything. They may no, use one or two right. and, and have mm -hmm. a, an emphasis on one or the other, but sure, we are all proponents of all mm -hmm. media. <laughs> Well, and that's when it is right for the client. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's where I think you know there's another another differentiation there in that we customize everything for clients, so we're not just oh, yeah. um, you know cookie cutter. It's you know what tactics as far as the digital makes sense for this particular client on this particular campaign, and you know what's the delivery need to look like, what, what needs to happen with that, and you know with their audience specifically. Exactly, and I'm happy that Tessa mentioned about kind of the intimidation. That's why I brought up, you know, what are we talking about with digital today? Because people don't know. I mean, yesterday we had a meeting with a client and they were talking about social being digital. Mm -hmm. And it is in essence, but not what we were talking about. So we had to make sure that they understood there's more than just kind of what they know about. Right, and they're right. like, you know, we, we don't know about any of this stuff. That's why we were talking to you guys. So. Right. Well, I think we run into it a lot. And that, that meeting yesterday was a perfect example where the, sometimes the client's not not entirely comfortable 
with some of the the methodologies that are being used too. So uh, that specific case, you know, we we're, we're doing what's called a geofence around competitors. So we're targeting um, mobile devices literally on their premises, and so that 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 can it, it's scary. It's 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 evasive, and and uh, I think uh, I think for me though you have to realize that almost everybody's doing it right and so because everybody's doing that you kind of almost have to in some of those things so yeah i mean i think um the technology is scary and and it can be intimidating for people but at the same time uh we need to think about you know what the competition is doing and how do we remain competitive and what needs to happen with that i mean i think as long as you're not you know throwing out some crazy ads you know bad mouthing your client but or bad mouthing the competitor but rather um, just sharing that you're available you're another option keeping that top of mind uh, i think that's that's okay to do and that, mm. that's exactly. reasonable you know so i think like anything, just being reasonable and making sure that, um, you know, we're, we're advertising and marketing with integrity, which is pretty much how we, we run all of our campaigns for our clients. Right. You know, making sure that uh, we have them in the right light, everything looks good. Um, but yeah, the digital space, I think it's, I mean, I've, you know, however long I've been doing this now, uh, the technology is crazy and it's it's scary fun for a marketer you know i think what i what always kind of um appealed to me on the digital side was the fact that we can finally get more analytics and more key performance say, indicators yeah, now like you're seeing yeah you can see turnaround. The, yeah you can see that you know people are clicking on your ad right. and they're interacting with that ad and they're now visiting your website which hopefully you're you know keeping up to date on that you know right. we just revamped our website and I think this is like the fourth iteration since I started the agency that we've mm -hmm. had for a website. Correct. And it's always funny because every time it's like, this is great. And I didn't think the first one was great. And I know it wasn't because I made it. But, you know, having the <laughs> All team. All those eons ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, you know, so we've been around for six years mm -hmm. and this is our fourth website. So, you know, websites have to change and things are ever changing. And, uh, you know, but it's nice to see that data come through the website. It's not everything. And Casey and I right. have had this conversation multiple <clears throat> times that the data isn't everything, but it's it's a nice guide to get us to where we need to, to be. Yeah. And it's a nice service to provide the clients because they're all aware of the ads and they're serve them daily, I'm mm -hmm. sure, in their personal and business, you know, online activity, but they want to know, is this going to work? You right. Know, how does this work? And just because I put this ad on somebody's mobile device or, or computer, um, or I, you know, how, how do I get them to my business? How do I know that they came to my business? Mm -hmm. Because we all know that we're bombarded with messages every mm -hmm. day. We hear TV ads, radio ads, billboard, and a lot of it is subjective and you don't know what would have brought that one person to your restaurant or business or, or whatever. But digital does have some reporting that, you know, if it's set up that way, you can tell that mm -hmm. they were served the impression, the ad, mm -hmm. and they, you know, A, either clicked on your site and then you can track them from there, depending on what activity you're asking them to do, mm -hmm. form fill or call, or you can, set up a conversion zone and you can know that they physically walked into your business. Mm -hmm. um, so that helps give some validity to 
what we are offering them, um, you know, that this does is can be successful and it can increase your your revenue and your mm -hmm. attendance or, you know, people that come to see you. So well, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I mean part of the reason so you know, I worked with Yahoo Behavioral through stations, and that's fortunately how I met Casey. But that's one of the reasons we brought it in-house is because we'd had so many problems with our campaigns in the past mm -hmm. um, yes. going through a third party. Uh, you know, did our campaign run? Did our impressions run? And uh, instead of getting like a straight answer of, oh, yeah, it definitely ran. It was a, um, <laughs> let me not check. sure. Let me check not on sure. that. Yeah. We had a campaign running? Can I call what back? Happened? And no, it's yeah. like, that's what? not a good answer. What are you answer? talking about? <laughs> like, it's impossible have... to look at everything. Well, yeah. And I'm yeah. not, I don't, you, know, you guys can say what you want. I don't know if I'm a control freak or not. I don't think I am. I, I like to, you know, things to run the way they need to and everyone yes. to do what needs to be done. Yes. But when clients ask the question, you have to tell yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, I like that transparency. I think right. You can walk down like, the hall and yeah. ask me. Yeah, I exactly. Say yes. Yeah. It's, it's running it's right now. This is where it's running. Exactly. Well, and that's why we brought, that's why we went to this, this bigger <clears throat> vendor and we're going direct to them and we mm -hmm. have a dashboard. And so I'm able to access the dashboard and get in and look at campaigns. Right. Amanda sits and sets them up. Yeah. So, and watches, yeah, monitors them. Spends but days it's, setting yeah, them up. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them, yes. Some of them, yes. But yes, it, it, you know, it's nice to to check on them and to know in during in progress mm -hmm. in the flight that things are doing well or great or mm -hmm. need to be changed rather than wait thirty days and then have to have that conversation with mm -hmm. the client and be like, well, there was a problem. Mm -hmm. And not you only know. can we do that with uh, what you work with, which is more TV OTT. Um, digital aspect of it all, um, mobile. I get to work with it on Spotify and Pandora. Mm -hmm. And so the music industry uh, is helping us along with that as well. And we get to mm -hmm. see, you know, how many times it's ran and um, the click-throughs. Yeah, it makes and, a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, it just makes you feel better because and, you know that it's running. Right. You know that it's doing we what it needs to We are definitely hands-on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get excited when those reports come out. I know that sounds horrid, but I mean, you know, <laughs> well, I, mean, I need a lie apparently, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, oh my gosh, this is, mm -hmm. that was really good campaign right there. Yeah. And it delivered and I'm very excited about it. Well, and we run so many of them. I mean, I'm the same way with, as you are, Tessa. I get excited about the stats and the information because it's a good benchmark. It's like, okay, here's where we're starting at. And what does it look like and where have we gone? And Amanda sends out reporting to us about the different tactics that we're doing and it has all of the clients in it. So it's really, for me, fun to look at and say, okay, which tactics are really performing? And with Amanda being in it all the time, you know, she comes into my office and says, hey, you know, this tactic. And when we talk about tactics, we're talking about like keyword targeting and geofencing and a lot of different contextual contextual yeah a lot of different um, ways to run those online ads and so when she comes in here and she's like well this tactic's doing better than another and I feel like we should maybe move some dollars right and so we talk through what needs to happen and get you know everyone involved as far as where does it need to go and and what's the goal for the campaign you know what are we trying to do with it so well and I think also there's there's so many different places to be in the digital realm. I think that's always like one of the things that new clients especially are really worried about is, 
you know, where is this going to be? It's it, there's so many places. I don't understand how it's going to work. I don't see it. Right. I don't see it. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I know. Oh, I know. It's it's a needle in a haystack. <laughs> oh, that. It really is. But because they're they're you know, depending on the medium there, there can be lots of impressions available. So it's easy to get lost in that, which is why the targeting is important, which is why, you know, making sure that the strategy behind it is correct mm -hmm. and putting in the, you know, moving the right dials. Um, you know, that's, that's really important. Um, that's one of my favorite analogies is talking about, you know, knobs and dials and turning them mm -hmm. because it's really kind of what it is. You're, you're, you're putting different, um, putting different values in there to, to make sure that it's getting to, uh, the right set of people. So it's not a needle in a haystack for, for that particular group and that, that demo. So, uh, you know, I think that's important. I think, um, you know, also there's limitations um, to digital, you know, where technology is really high, but there's still some limitations. So it's important to, you know, make sure clients understand that as well, too. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's but there's some perfect science. It's not. I mean, it's there's a lot of technology there, but, um, you know, but we never want to say it's in the secret sauce. <laughs> and that's we've heard that some of our competitors use that as 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 uh, that's how we do digital and don't worry about it. It's in the secret sauce, we'll take care of it. Um, while it's hard to understand, and we usually have to have a lot of meetings with our clients and some of them never fully get there. Um, they know we're transparent. Um, we continue to talk about it. And I think that makes our clients on, on the flip side much more um, involved in what they're doing, which always helps the campaigns work no matter what we're doing. Well, and I'm, I'm very comfortable because, you know, this is a new venture for me and a new area. And so, you know, I'm okay with, if I don't know the answer, I will get the answer, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. we have good partnerships with our vendors. Um, you know, I lean on Casey a lot or Corey or, um, if I have questions, I don't have a problem asking a question mm -hmm. and, and they're very forthcoming and, and, you know, they are in the data, you know, daily there, that's, they created this, you know, they, that's their product. So, mm -hmm. you know, they are very helpful as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we don't know all the answers or don't know why something isn't performing and, mm -hmm. you know, we have to ask questions ourselves. So well, I yeah, think I mean, we're all okay with doing that. So. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, earlier this year we had a campaign with event targeting and we saw some things like with the impressions and, and how much money we were spending on it. And so, you know, the thought was, well, maybe we pull dollars back and use a different tactic because it makes more sense for the client. So, you know, we're constantly having those conversations and, and with digital, I mean, it's not brand new, but it's pretty darn young. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm mean, serious. It is. It yeah. is. So, I mean, you know, someone that's been doing it for 20 years, it's like, what have you been doing with it? I mean, right. probably we're doing the Yahoo Behavioral because right. that's yeah. where it started. So, or not where it started, but one of the, the direct buys. I mean, you know, it was yeah. you know back in the back in the infancy, it was just the only thing you could do was a direct buy. You would have to get on. It was a banner. You'd have the little the little uh, site traffic counters at the bottom. And that's, oh, you know, yeah, you remember those? those. So, yeah. you know, that's, it, it has come a long way um, in a short amount of time. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, in the, from 2010 to 2015 is sort of when it solidified itself and, and all the tactics that are available. Now we get new stuff all the time, but it's just a variation of tactics that are always, that already exist. Typically, mm -hmm. um, we're not seeing that many new mediums come out. Um, 
connected TVs or over the top, which is sort of the big, big buzzwords right now and what people are really into. But that's been around for, you know, since before 2010. So yeah, but the technology, I think, is yeah, it's now. that every that there's lots of people that have it now mm-hmm. versus a small amount. And so there's all new streaming services yeah. all the time. So and I think a lot of the traditional mediums are getting they have to get into the digital space. I mean, we just met with a theater company, you know, the days where you bought ads on mm-hmm. movie screens are that have evolved and now they're trying to there's an uptick tackle, in that. Yeah. Tackle digital and mm-hmm. try to, you know, sell their unique movie-going audience and have a product that can follow that audience digitally. So, mm-hmm. you know, they all have to compete because that's where people are. That's mm-hmm. where they live. Most of, you know, they get their information and they spend a lot of their time, mm-hmm. um, whether it is social media or digital, you know, true digital, online, mobile, mm-hmm. um, well, and I think that's interesting. I mean, there's just so many. I mean, we've, we've heard from people before talking about like television and they're like, oh, well, TV's on the decline, too. Well, I mean, Casey has brought this up in more than one meeting that it's I mean, it, people are just they're watching videos they're just watching it in a different way. Yeah. You know, they're streaming it. They're watching it on mobile. They're watching it on tablets. Um, you know, you talk a lot about. What is it? Small screen or second, second screen? Yeah, second screen. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have their phones yeah. or tablets on while they're watching, watching TV. TV. So, and whether it's streaming or broadcast or cable or um, something like Netflix, you know, it doesn't really matter what that is. You're still watching TV. I mean, it's mm-hmm. still um, content that you're consuming. Um, well, even at like the movie theater, I mean, bringing up that point about that new kind of technology with them. I mean, how many people do you see with their you know phones out before a movie? Right. Um, I we went to see a movie and they had games you could play. Yes. There's an app. Yeah, there's an app. Which there's I was an app like, for that. that. But yeah, there's, there's an app for like everything. <laughs> My nine-year-old Henry was like, "Can you, Bob? I want to play that. Let's do it." I'm like, "I have to download something." And I just there's popcorn everywhere. I just don't have time. Like, maybe next time, buddy. Right. So, but, you know, I mean, they've come up with all sorts of ways to keep you engaged and use that phone and, and get your information and and uh, and target you for sure. Yeah. And that leads into sort of the discussion about cross device matching, which has been sort of the last piece of the puzzle that has been coming on recently. And so what that means is, you know, somebody, you know, looks at something on a phone, does a search on a phone or something like that. And then you're watching television through a connected TV and ads pop up for something you search for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that it's it's matching your phone and your TV because you know your IP address is the same and there's all kinds of technical reasons why they can see this, but um, that's how we can we can target with digital where with TV you have to come you still have to go with demos and these are the zip codes that I'm targeting and and things like that. We're using this station because the zip codes match up with so our it's audience. Not Big so, Brother. Right, yeah. It's, it's completely Big well, Brother. That's, it's 100%. I mean, that's and everybody other. checks that mark when they turn on the phone, too. So yeah. well, and that's a whole it doesn't work thing. if you don't. I mean, we've got software that can tell us where, what, um, like if a person lives within a zip code, which stations uh, they're indexing to watch. So right. uh, that's really interesting information. And uh, Tessa and I use that quite a lot mm-hmm. I mean for every media buy that we do mm-hmm. and so that's really helpful in making sure that we're targeting the right people but I mean I think it's just it's we're back to the day or well it, I think it comes from back in the day when 
people would spend a lot of money on marketing, but they really weren't sure what they were getting. And sure. I feel like, um, you know, we've just been able to hone in on a lot more. And right. so we do know what we're getting and we, we can see the traffic from the digital. Um, and we can, we can use the other mediums to really, to make it that much better, more robust campaign, if you will. I mean, we can track how many times somebody pushes the call button from a Google search. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you know, you track that. So, I mean, understanding that, that, you know, when you have TV ads, you can correlate some of those things um, to one of our digital products, which is is a dashboard that that tracks everything that happens in, in Google search. So, I mean, I think that's where the, the power lies in, in that you can you can make those correlations and and really, you know, use that to make a much more informed judgment on what you're doing with your your marketing dollars. And, um, you know, I think that's where, you know, our expertise helps people is um, we've seen this in many categories. We've, we've dealt with a lot of different mediums and, and understanding what works and what doesn't for certain situations. Um, so I, I think that's pretty powerful. And as a matter of it's digital or traditional, it doesn't matter. You're still doing the same thing. And that's just trying to get in front of a person at the right time when they're ready to buy, mm -hmm. making that decision and them converting. So how do you how do you do that? And so that that's still that's still the major discussion you have with a client. <laughs> you know, sure the products, the client. Yeah, we definitely. do spend time on products, but, you know, mm -hmm. it really is that at the end of the day. So, well, I mean, digital isn't going away anytime soon. No. So, uh, you know, we're going to keep talking about it. And, you know, our goal here is to, to educate our clients and to. Uh, make sure that they understand what we're doing and why we're doing it and how it can help them. And not that they have to understand every little piece because obviously they have businesses to run themselves. Right. But that's what we're here for. Right. I mean, that's really the ultimate goal is just for them to have that person to lean on. And when they have those questions or they ask about it, we can we can get the answers to them for sure. So, so yeah, so I just think that kind of wraps it all up. Um, I appreciate everyone helping. I think the first podcast went well. Uh, nobody died. No, we didn't. Tess nobody is died. still here. Amanda's <laughs> still here. Casey's still here. She'll be here all day. Yeah, we have to go work now. So. Uh, but thank you for listening. Hopefully you picked up something. And I hope you'll join us again for, what did we, what did we decide? Confessions, Confessions of a Marketer. You guys are going to have to keep reminding me. We'll have a whole time. Tagline and everything. Oh, yeah. 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 We have a tagline. We